1: In his footsteps In sweet Delta Dawn Born a slave In the town of Vicksburg Traded for A chestnut Nair He never spoke A word in anger Though his load Was hard to bear Mama said Sweet till the dawn. Catfish John was a river hole. In the cotton fields were white and snow Mama said don't
2: Nashville and you start co-writing with Cowboy Jack Clement, Bob McDill, Don Williams. And one of the songs you write or gets recorded in 72 by Johnny Russell is Catfish John. Right. This is a very interesting song to me because not only did it work for Johnny Russell, but Jerry Garcia of the Grateful Dead picked up on this song and has recorded 16 minute versions that are out there. And it became kind of a staple of sorts for his Jerry Garcia band and incorporated in some Grateful Dead shows. And, you know, he sort of knew no boundaries in a lot of ways, both in life and his music. You know, he didn't care about making a song for radio for sure. You know, And of all your songs, this one has, I'm not going to say it's an overt political commentary, but it's a story about a boy not listening to his mother's advice.
0: Right. I've always loved that song. And uh, I met Bob McDill in Beaumont, Texas, when I was down there. And I helped him make some demos, just some real simple guitar voice demos in the studio there. And then when Dicky and I went back to Memphis, I heard from Bob periodically. He would send up a few songs uh, on a tape, and we got one of them recorded by Perry Como, a song called Happy Man. Then Bob went off to the University of Texas, and I uh, still occasionally heard from him. Then he joined, left there and joined the Navy. And didn't he get stationed at Millington and just north of Memphis, Tennessee? You wouldn't think the Navy would have a base there, but they do. So we were again back in touch, and, and he and I would get together occasionally to write songs. We wrote a song during that period called I Recall a Gypsy Woman that Waylon Jennings recorded that I've always been fond of. When I moved to Nashville... I recommended to Bob that he move up, too, and shortly afterwards, he did move up here. Then Jack Clement decided, after I was here for a couple of years, he wanted to start a record label, and he wanted me to run it. One of the first things I did was ask MacDill to make an album, and when he was getting ready to start work on that album, he asked me to come over and write some songs, so he and I ended up writing, I think, five of the songs on his album, and one of them was Catfish John. MacDill's a, a reader, and I so saw him. I so you know, oftentimes when we'd get together to write, we'd just talk for a while. Maybe we'd talk about some books or whatever. Anyway, one day we were meeting to write, and he had this title, Catfish John, and we talked about it. And He and I are both southern boys and fond of the music that has come out of the. Mississippi River Delta, we talked about the fact that we wanted to write a story song that didn't tell the story, but it implied a story, and that's what Catfish John does. That song reflects the South in which we grew up, and it reflects the relationships that he and I both had with Black people in our lives who meant a great deal to us. And both of us, as young kids, wrestled with the prevalence of the dual standard, the segregation. And the bigotry and the prejudice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as a small child, I remember asking my mother, why do black people have to ride in the back of the bus? And I remember going to a water fountain when I was at a department store with my mother and went over to get a drink, and two white ladies came over and said, Oh, honey, don't drink there, and it was the colored water fountain. And I didn't understand that. It didn't make any sense at all to me. So I could go on about the many experiences in my life where black people were the sweetest energy I was in contact with almost, and yet they were treated as second class. It was always um, tough for me to make peace with that. All of those feelings are part of that song.
2: And so this sort of prejudice or bigotry is handed down to a certain extent from parents. And so the song says, Mama said, don't go near that river. Don't be hanging around old Catfish John. And yet the boy goes down to the river and discovers Catfish John's this wonderful guy to hang out with and a lot of fun. And I think, you know, for the nitty gritty dirt band and Jerry Garcia, this was like a real statement that you should question some things that you were taught if they're not right, you know, and you should think for yourself. Right. Did you have a Catfish John? Was there someone in yours or Bob's uh, life that you guys had met?
0: Not precisely, but he was an amalgam of people. I'll tell you quickly an anecdote. When I was maybe seven years old, my mother decided one day to send me to town by myself on an errand. We lived about two or three blocks from the bus line. She said, get on the bus and get off at such and such department store. Carry out this errand. And then she said, when you come out, you will want to cross the street and catch a bus on the other side of the street to come home. So I did as she instructed and got on the first bus that came, little understanding that each bus went to different destinations. I just got on the bus. And directly I realized I was not going where I was supposed to go, I panicked. I kept looking out the window and not recognizing anything. And and finally, I just got off the bus. And I was in South Memphis in a semi-industrial area that was entirely black. I had nothing in my pockets, not a penny. I had spent the nickel I had for bus transportation to get home. So I'm standing on the street corner crying and not, not knowing what to do. This sweet black gentleman comes along and says, what you crying about, honey? And I explained my situation. And he said, well, no, you don't cry anymore. I'm going to stay here with you. You need to catch the bus and then ask for a transfer, explained how I would get back home. So he stood there with me and he spent his own nickel for the bus and told the bus driver my situation and where I would need to go and saw to it that I got a transfer. And with that help, I got back home. I never knew that man, but he was as sweet and warm as my maternal grandmother was with me. And for my life, I have loved him and remembered him and his sweet kindness to me that day. That's how I was always treated, by black people I, that's part of the dilemma i felt as a child well that man is uh the inspiration for catfish john
2: and in some ways that's a, a thank you note to him